Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. (laughs) I'm Grace Duffy, and this is the show that keeps you up to date on the world of social media. Today, we are joined by my friend, Elisa Meredith. And today's show is all about one of my favorite platforms, Pinterest. We're going to be covering Pinterest's prediction around the biggest consumer trends in 2022 and how you can use this info to reach new customers. We're also going to be talking about leveraging video on Pinterest to drive sales and how its user base is evolving to include more men like I didn't know that, and novelty seeking Gen Z this year. So we'll be talking all about that. So Elisa, so excited you're here. Thank you for joining us today. Jeff, Grace, thank you for having me. Yeah, I now love if, talking to you guys. This is going to be fun. So if you don't know who Elisa Meredith is, well, you really, really should because she is a well-known speaker, an expert on Pinterest marketing and Pinterest ads, taught her everything she knows. No, that's actually the opposite. Um, she's run a digital agency since t- uh, 2005, which now primarily focuses on Pinterest ads. And you can find out more about Elisa at elisameredith.com. Elisa, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Kind of my favorite topic. So uh, I know. I know. But I also want, before we get really deep in the Pinterest weeds, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Ecamm. They're the ones who make this show possible. They're also uh, a sponsor of the show, socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. That's what we're using. But what's really cool, um, they're doing something special next week. If you want to use learn how to use uh, Prezi, which is amazing uh, software for presentations that I, I have just kind of fallen in love with. If you want to learn how to seamlessly use Prezi video together with Ecamm, they're doing a special takeover event next week, January 24th through the 28th. They're doing a takeover where experts will be uh, from their team will be sharing their design and pre- uh, presenting tips through live demos, Q&A, video tutorials. They're, I actually did one and they're actually using some clips of what I did for their Leap Into Live conference. So Prezi, if you don't know what it is, it's a virtual presentation and collaboration software that can bring any content into your video feed as you present and interact with your audience. So if you're really wanting to take your presentations up a level for 2022, you really need to check this out because it's, I was super impressed with it. So, and it works perfectly alongside of Ecamm. You want to go check them out over on their YouTube channel. They already have some of the links up where you can actually get reminders. So go to youtube.com forward slash Ecamm network. That's youtube.com forward slash Ecamm network. And here's a bonus tip. You don't have to be a design expert to create something amazing. It's super, super easy. So next week, January 24th through the 28th, make sure you go check them out. So I'm seriously, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing software. Uh, I was shocked how easy I could, even I could do it. So there you go. That's all you need to say. All right, let's get started. Pinterest trends and updates. Grace, uh, there are some interesting things about this. So yes, Everything from emotional escape rooms, that is a fact. <laughs> you guys are trying to do that right now, aren't tips, you? Yeah. Relation tips, relation tips, which I had to look that up and it's actually like <laughs> advice for managing relationships. I was like, oh, okay. And then, yeah. so recently Pinterest business, so you can find this on the Pinterest or business.pinterest.com and look up Pinterest predicts and they unveiled their 2022 predictions and it includes over 150 trends to review and consider for your content strategy in the platform. And it's a really cool setup because it looks like a Pinterest board. So you click on each thing and then like it has different examples and different ideas of how you could utilize this for your own marketing. So this is something that Pinterest does every single year uh, based on the most popular trends it's seeing months ahead. And all of these reports are based on what it expects to skyrocket on popularity based on their own internal solid research 
data volume. So this is definitely coming from what people are trending towards, what they're, what is peaking in in clicks, and what's peaking in interest. So, Alisa and Jeff, tell me. What are some of the trends that sparked your interest? And tell us how marketers can best leverage them. Oh, goodness. I, I just want to say, too, that, that Pinterest has been right in 8 out of 10 predictions in the last couple of years. So they, they're definitely onto something. Like you, Grace, I had to kind of look up what some of these things were. <laughs> but what I really, really liked was um, flexercise as a trend. Flexercise. That just sounds flexercise. bad. No, no, it's good because um, it, what it's saying is that people are looking beyond the typical like hit or CrossFit or running um, to embrace other forms of exercise like dance or stretching. Um, <laughs> and this is across all age groups, too. So everyone's kind of looking for maybe a more laid back approach. Um, some of the words they're looking for, like floating aesthetic or lazy workout in bed, which sounds fantastic <laughs> that's perfect for me I know, like daily stretching routine I, I guess i could do that walking in nature things like that um and what i really love about all each of these predictions and you can go to pinterestpredicts.com to see all of them there are a lot of them is that it will give you like the obvious fit like if you're a wellness brand obviously you're going to be um going beyond those those traditional workouts to think about um, stretching routines outdoor activities obvious right but if you're food and beverage how can you use that well you could share a simple recipe that's like for a post flexercise snack or if you're in apparel um, think about how you are showing your workout gear is it always in a hit setting could you show more stretching and showing all sizes of bodies too will be really important with this trend you don't want to see any pictures of me stretching or exercising i'm telling you that's <laughs> i that don't know would I mean, break the pinterest men. yeah so men coming on pinterest maybe they do so how do you let's say so let's say you're, you talked about like jumping on that trend do you yeah. tag it? Is it in your titles? How do you get your pin to show up in like this search thing? Because if you guys don't know, and we'll touch on this probably throughout the show, Pinterest is really not a social media network. It's think of it as a visual Google, right? Elisa, it's not so much, you know, you're going on there and you know, it's not social as much, you know, as the other platforms. It's a, it's a search engine. So how do we get in these trends? Do we have to do a hashtag? What do we do to, uh, I know, I know I said the, the H word. Um, well, how do we get in those? Is it, you know, some secret sauce? Yeah, don't don't use hashtags, please. Um, they give you some, they give you some words, right? So they give you simple dance moves, um, walking in nature, and they show you kind of the, the growth in that search trend. Um, the other thing you can do is a lot of us have noticed that something that we love on Pinterest, um, we used to call it guided search, where you type in a search term and Pinterest will return these bubbles, which are popular related search terms. So I would do that with all of these rising search terms. And if there are any that you can use, yeah, use them in your title, use them um, in your description on your pin, use them on the image itself. But if it's if it doesn't feel like that is right, there's still a way to kind of to kind of pull in this trend in your visuals. Right. So if you're a brand that for some reason is showing people exercising instead of what you used to do, showing them pulling a tire, maybe you're showing them in a stretch. Right. So just kind of adding that aspect to your visuals can make it feel more relevant when this is the kind of trends people are looking for. I wish yeah. you would not have picked that trend. I wish it would have been like food related. Um, oh, we, we have some of those. I know. Too. There's some some interesting. So I want to talk about, okay, this is a big report that everybody's talking about. I mean, all the news we're covering, it's like Pinterest is predicting for 2022. But can you, yeah. and I'm going to throw an audible here, Grace, before you ask your question, is can you talk a little bit about another favorite tool that we use that's kind of on the same lines, which is trends.pinterest.com. So talk about how marketers can, and businesses can use that and I'll say it again, it's trends.pinterest.com. And you and I both love that. And we we dive in there quite a bit. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah. yeah and I feel like I've kind of neglected it with all these predictions, but it's absolutely a fabulous little tool. It will pull in the search trends for the US, UK, and Canada for what's happening this week. And before it kind of used to be like, well, if you pin something, 
now it's not going to show up this week. So, but if you're using idea pins, mm -hmm. then it absolutely will. So it will show you what is surging overall. So this week we have jelly nails. There's always some kind of fingernail, something trending. Um, inner bicep tattoo men <laughs> sounds very painful. See, there we go. That's what we're talking Ooh. about. Yeah, homemade go-karts, off-road trucks, right? So we've got some guy things, possibly, um, short, sassy hair. And then for the most popular categories, it will also show you what's what's trending. we got uh, fashion, food and drink, baker, uh, beauty, home decor, and travel. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Same. one of the things in that is not only can you see what's going and like you're saying, use it for idea pins, which if you guys know what idea pins, we're going to get into that a little bit later, but it's like, um, stories on Pinterest is the best way to say it, I guess. Okay. Um, but you can also, Pinterest is very um, seasonal. So you can see these trends. So like maybe you did miss out on like pinning something right then and there, but you can see, oh, about this time last year, this hit like cupcake, you know, recipes hit right before Christmas. So I'm going to try to get on that trend and, and you can see that it happens every year. So that's another way to look yep. at trends.pinterest.com. Yeah, and you can do that for planning ahead, right? So right now, one of the things that is trending for whatever reason is s'mores bars. Um, but when you when you click on that trend, it will pull up a graph for you. So you can see, all right, not surprisingly, the highest search um, time for that is going to be around the end of June, right? And then it goes down. It's it's up right now for, for whatever reason. Um, but if you're thinking ahead, you can say, oh, I, I should probably put my pin out you know, maybe April. And so by June, it will be ready to go. Mm -hmm. So we've got some comments uh, coming in and we're going to talk. And so Brooke's like, yes, I want to hear more on pins for sure. So I will make sure to talk about that because we, we always do what Brooke says. Uh, but also Carrie says, Jeff, food, um, ancestral eats was listed on business Pinterest. So on the Pinterest predicts. So my, I know my ancestral eats was bacon. That's all I need to know. For, <laughs> so... Um, and mine was batter up. It was the cake one. Okay. So, sorry, Grace. I kind of went off the rails there, but you go ahead and ask your no. question. Oh, no. I think that's uh, – Alisa kind of answered this a little bit. But as we know, pinners are planners. And if you're new to Pinterest marketing, remember that you're sharing – when you're sharing these tips close to the actual holiday. So, like, if you're planning these Christmas cupcakes, Jeff, then putting them out on December 23rd is probably not – traction because at this point we've uh, us pinners have already planned our christmas cupcakes at this point right mm -hmm. so how far ahead marketers be planning and executing on these to reach these aspirational pinners in that like pin now to use later because even before the show you and i were talking about going through our own pinterest accounts and there's stuff in there that we save that we're probably not going to use until like <laughs> later on or whatever and mm -hmm. it's just like so i mean it could be two years before i uh get to those cupcakes you asked for jeff yeah. so. <laughs> yeah i i think that there are two different sets of rules now personally and i'd love to hear what others think uh, one set for your static and video pins and one for your idea pins so thinking more traditionally with pinterest we know that things start trending 30 to 60 or in the case of like major holidays even 90 or more days ahead so you want to get your pins out even before that because if you're looking at your pinterest analytics and you're looking at let's say impressions and you look at just the pins that have gone out in the last 30 days it's teeny tiny and you might feel like this is not working. But what happens is it builds over time as it gets that engagement and more distribution. So your static pins need to go out as early as possible. Uh, your idea pins, however, those, like I would put out a, cup, a Christmas cupcake recipe if I was gonna do that two days before the date because those show up immediately. They feel very relevant and of course they're getting a lot of distribution. You can also like, if you're like, oh no, my thing wasn't ready until three weeks before the holidays, it's too late. No, you can use ads for that. And you can do them really affordably right. too. I'm running a campaign now that is unbelievably affordable. Yeah. When you say ads are kind of a way to get to the front of the line, it's like a fast pass at Disney. Yes, um, absolutely. Because yeah. yeah, otherwise it's Pinterest really is other than idea pins, a very long game. So if you're feeling, I don't know if I want to invest uh, six months or a year or more in this, if I don't know if it's going to resonate on the platform or if I'm doing it right, try ads and see how they do. Yeah, I would totally. Curious agree. Has a 
Carrie has a question. She says, so a minimum of two months ahead of when you'd like to get them in traction, question mark, static, uh, re referencing static and those evergreen uh, pins that you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I would do now. I mean, maybe it was different six months ago, maybe it'll be different in six months, but yeah, I'm seeing them take a while to ramp up. So if you wanna be out there when people really start searching, yeah, go even earlier. And things like we talked a little bit about uh, cycles that goes through throughout the year. So I know like Peg Fitzpatrick has certain pins that she has a cupcake one that goes viral every year. And that's why I use cupcake that it gets goes viral before Christmas. So those things, if you hit on them right and they're relevant for that season, you can see those continue to drive traffic year over year. Um, and so it's it's remember, it's a long tail evergreen kind of platform. So very, yeah. very cool. So it's I want to. Would you? Uh, I just want to throw this out that if you're not on Pinterest yet and you're thinking about it, think of it more as like Google SEO rather than mm -hmm. Facebook or Instagram to get the right mindset for what to expect and what kind of timeline to expect. Yeah, it's a it's a long thing. It's a snowball process is what I like to say. It's like it starts really slow and then slowly starts to build and then you can get buried down the Pinterest rabbit hole. So. <laughs> So that's a perfect segue into Jeff's next question, because he brought up some interesting things about this Apple privacy yeah. issue that we've been dealing with. So, um, you know, this privacy thing, we've talked a lot about it, it during the show and how it's impacted marketers. You know, um, the interesting thing is this Apple's privacy initiatives has less impact on Pinterest because, you know, it doesn't really use that first party data, but it's, it's more uh, focused on building brand awareness than being kind of reliant on mobile advertising like Facebook and some of the other places are. So do you think this is because it's more at the top of the acquisition funnel and less focused on like attributing sales to individuals? So how is this, how can marketers think of Pinterest regarding like their overall marketing strategy? Yeah, there was definitely less of an impact with the iOS update. And part of it is probably what you said, where they get their data. The other part of it is that they have a pretty sophisticated enhanced match option, which you do need to turn on. But it, it basically like hashes emails or something or other and gives you that information that you we wouldn't be able to get maybe on the other platforms. I don't really know what what they're doing over there. But I just know that Pinterest was not very affected by those iOS changes. Um, yeah, I think Pinterest has long been about that that branding push and so that initial discovery phase. But like we're going to talk about when we talk about guys on Pinterest, it's not that's not always the case. And I think that we need to be thinking in terms of funnels for sure. Yeah, um, totally agree. And so I think the the, the thing I've seen, I've seen a lot of brands and I've heard a, seen a lot of things in different articles that they're moving some of their stuff because they're so frustrated with Facebook over yeah. to Pinterest because they're seeing some the big bangs for their buck over there. So that might be something to try if you guys are thinking about and frustrated with, you know, Facebook and you're not seeing the, the reach you're getting or it's not converting as the, the way it was is to try some of your budget over on Pinterest ads and shameless plug for Elisa. She has a course on uh, Pinterest ads uh, as well. So you can go to um, elisameredith.com and check that out. I, do, and I feel like I need to, to update it already because I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> typically I, I would recommend, okay, start with a consideration campaign, which is sort of kind of traffic, but not really. And then I tried a conversion campaign just last week and it, it is so inexpensive for clicks. Like, I've tried them before for signups, for upgrades, and they were super expensive. But I think now that I have a retail store to play with, um, able to see like how cheap it can be for conversion ads on like visits to your website. I don't know. That's probably too much information. But if you want to go, we're try nerding it, out. We're sorry if we've lost you, but just go over there and check and check it out because it's it's really uh, if the big companies are starting to move over there, that's a good sign to like okay, maybe I should do something over there because it's not. Oh yeah, do it now. Because yeah. if you wait until September, it's going to be really expensive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. So next section, uh, we're going to be talking about new user insights. So Grace, take it yes. away about this. Pinterest also shared some new insights about how men are using their platform in their shopping journeys. Men on Pinterest, what? Not a secret. If you've known Jeff for as long as I have, who I believe launched Manly Pinterest Tips back in 2014. Was that right? It's been, it's been a while. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, I tried to figure out when it started. Like, I thought it was like 2030. Anyway, either way, men have always been on the platform, but they've done some new research. Pinterest has done some new research. And uh, earlier this month, the business, their business side published a new study that offered significant insights into how their male demographic and just to, you know, put this in parameters, it's men ages 25 to 54. So that's their demographic. And they're focused on the new shopping trends. And their goal is to help marketers better plan and strategize their Pinterest outreach, especially if your target audience includes men in this age demographic. So what are men pinning this year, Jeff and Elisa? Tell us all about it. Jeff, I want to know what you're pinning this year. (laughs) Can I say it on the show? No, it's nothing bad. Um, So lately, it was, you know, we just had the holidays. So I was pinning a lot of... Um, you know, food, I mean, food. Can you believe it? Yeah. I, I yes. eat a lot, what we do on um, but yeah. So I did a lot of recipes because I do all the cooking in the house and, uh, cause Jody's just cause Jody's a teacher and I like to give her a break when she comes home. So I do that. And so I, we did a lot of cool Christmas stuff. I did a lot of cool crafts with the kids. And, uh, so that's mainly what I had been pinning lately, but I've also been, um, this sounds so goofy, but like, since I'm going on this cruise, I'm like, what shoes? I've never been on one. So I'm like, what shoes do I wear on the beach? What are the best men's water shoes? So that went to my secret board. That is very, very probably too much information, but that's actually what I've been pinning lately. So you're but on here's the target, thing. Jeff. You're it's so target, funny actually. to me. Be, it's so funny because like, this is a big surprise and they're putting this big report. Like what men are on Pinterest? Men are visual. Like it's the perfect platform for sure. men. I mean, it's, it's so like, it's so not a not a hard thing. Once you train the algorithm, you don't get nail art and braids and stuff. You get like <laughs> man cave and bacon. Like I have a bacon board and it's just amazing. So, I mean, there's so many good there's so much cool stuff over there that you just it's it's a, I love the platform. So, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and Peter has noticed too that that goals are really big for guys this year, so looking to spend more to do more to go more places which you know why would any of us feel like we need to go somewhere um but (laughs) they're talking about goals as far as not like working out and no we're talking about goals like going to the movies getting together with friends eating out um having parties things to do with the family buying a new car um but those are all things that people are searching for on pinterest which that i think is a little bit difference yeah and the thing is too is that guys we spend more we'll spend more money yeah and we'll do it faster and we also like we'll we'll do like like you said like buying a new car is what we'll, we'll go on there i like for me the one of the, the last purchases i made is a really nice it's called solo stove it's this big fire pit that oh. lets you you know it it like has this double wall thing and it sucks the fire up and there's not any smoke and it's amazing found it on pinterest and so, and I saw it, yeah. I saw the video pin and I'm like, that's all I need. I, and I bought it. I mean, so I, there's not a lot of thinking going on. That's hard to believe. There's not a lot of thinking going on a lot of times, but. You know what though? I think if you'd see the same thing, if you went to, like, if you went to a mall, like if people yeah. do that, um, you go one way, Jody goes the other way. Um, you're gone for five minutes. You come back with something that was full price. Jody's maybe gone for two hours. She comes back with five things that were all on clearance. Like. It's just stereotypically right. a different way to shop, but it actually really is. Um, yeah. And, and guys, too, often when they go on Pinterest, they are actually looking for a brand, whereas typically like over 90% of searches are unbranded. But guys kind of know what they want. Uh, they go see it. They like it. They buy it. Whereas uh, women are often like kind of exploring a bit more. I know I'm st- stereotyping horribly but this is what the trends show this is right. what the research shows yeah, yeah and we bat- the, the, we'll wait yeah oh no this is exactly what the pinterest data shows is that men are like they convert quicker they're premium shoppers and personalization is a big key and i love that jeff was just like my solo stove and i immediately knew like the thing i liked about the solo stove is it's portable yes <laughs> it's awesome yeah, and it's just and like, but that's a brand, right? It has an identity. There's a whole, like, I, I, I just heard about it recently and there's a whole personality around it too. Yeah. yeah and so, and, and like, go ahead. Okay. Go, you go ahead. 
Okay, so um, Grace, you mentioned that personalization. Well, what does that mean that they're getting their things engraved? Like, did you get your grill engraved? No. Uh, yes. What it means is what. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <don't> sorry. <laughs> um, what part of it is important to you? So, like Grace said, the portability. Um, maybe what was the most important thing to you, Jeff? Uh, that it didn't have smoke. It, it it's like okay, you so have it's this. Smokeless. Yeah, so it's really cool. Yeah. So those are the things that you want to pull out in your graphics and in your description and your pin titles. Like maybe you make one that really focuses on people like Grace who want the portability, one for Jeff. Maybe you have one that pulls out each of those factors on one pin too. So that's a good point because uh, one of the things um, is personalization is very important. And and the Mm -hmm. thing that's so smart about the smart feed in Pinterest, it really, it's almost TikTok-ish. Like it gives you what you want. Once you yeah. train it, you start seeing things. Like I was researching stuff for a barn dominium and I'm seeing more things that would go manly into a barn dominium stuff. And so, I mean, there's all sorts of uh, ways that can do that. And, you know, going and seeing, and like Carrie says, she's a research freak. So yeah, she does a lot of time, uh, too much research for big stuff. I love doing mm-hmm. research too. It may shock you, but like when I was a kid at the mall, I just buy what was on the mannequin. Like I'd go to the, you know, um, what is the, the not the gap before gap. It was, um, Oh gosh, grace. I can't even think. Anyway, I just go, okay, I'll take that. Cause I'm horrible at that stuff. Uh, and so, um, yeah. So, and also the personalization, like I'm going on this cruise that I keep mentioning and it's a Marvel cruise. There's a Marvel day at sea that they have. And of course I went and looked at what kind of braids I could braid my beard to look like Thor. And so I have a whole beard, uh, beard board. So, yeah. What? I tell you, this was so cool. <laughs> I cannot wait to see the pictures from this cruise. They will not ever see the light of day, but it's going to be fun. Oh, crazy. Oh, my gosh. So. <laughs> I, I want to see you at the, what is the, the, the hair salon there? The Bippity Boppity a Boutique. The Bippity Boppity Boutique. Yes. I will okay. not be in there. Yes. Sorry. I want that. I want to, I want to see that. You're, see, Carrie, th- Carrie gets me. She goes, a Marvel cruise? Cool. That's right. Gary. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Lou Mangello, Lou's probably going to be, I'm going to be the fat Thor. Uh, if you've seen in game. Oh so, um, anyway, <laughs> as we digress, let's talk about this personalization though, for men, because this is really, really key for marketers to tune in that. So give us some examples that you would like, you would try to hit the men demographic. Let's say, um, you're a, what kind of like, uh, let's say a donut shop, a local donut <laughs> shop, which how would you personalize that for men? Come on. Oh my goodness. Um, I mean, all people like donuts. So for men, I, I the bacon just... donut. What? There's the a bacon, bacon donut. Yeah. Okay. So you have your yeah. answer, but I also always kind of want to bring in the visual part of it. Mm-hmm. So um, if, if you cannot think of any other way to use a trend, then do it with your visuals. So instead of showing 10 women around a table eating donuts, you show a couple of guys, maybe they're at a construction site, maybe they're at their office, maybe they're at home with their kids, um, but just making it feel relevant to that group is what's gonna be important. So on that note, is there a difference between static pins, and when I say static pins, not video pins, um, but also pins that go in the feed versus the visuals that you would do for an idea pin? Because you know, for a while, there was a thing they would say on Pinterest, don't show your face. That's for Instagram, yeah. for selfies. So would you show guys gathered around and just show them from the, the neck down? <laughs> I mean, or would you like have them like, hey, we're all enjoying our bacon donut. I mean, what? how would you do that photo? <laughs> I mean, I think if we had a dollar for every time we told people back in the day, don't put faces on Pinterest, right. we would we would we'd be, be a, on a Disney cruise all the time. Um, but it does, it's not the case anymore. And people change, audiences change, behaviors change. We want faces now on Pinterest. They tend to do better. So yeah, show the face, show them stuff in the donut in their face. So not just idea pins, but even in the regular. Oh, all pins. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was also a thing for, I know there's a lot of people who do food blogging and recipe blogs and stuff like that on Pinterest. And I know there was this big thing for a while and uh, Aim Licurto did this a lot. She called it the pans and hands where she would make stuff Mm -hmm. and you would see the hands in the idea pin, which is once again, like a story. So is that still a thing? Do you want to do pans and hands or do you want to have your face going, look, I'm making my bacon donut. 
The great thing about an idea pin is that you can do both. So the very first frame, I would highly suggest, and so does Pinterest, that it be a video. And if it can include you in it, that's great. Um, hands and pans is also great. Photographs will work, but I would always that first frame needs to be a video. Um, the more you can put yourself in there, the better, whether it's a voiceover or preferably a video and or a photo of yourself, especially for that very last frame where they're getting ready to see that kind of prompt to follow you. Like, who is this person? Um, we didn't used to care about that on Pinterest, but now we do. So they kind of want to see your face and see what you're about. Okay. You said a voiceover or an audio. Yeah. So for a long time, it was like, we would talk about when we talk about video on Pinterest, we'd say no audio because it doesn't matter. Nobody turns it on. So you're saying that you should have it on an idea pin. <sighs> Yes, but I also use captions. So okay. I, I, I know you were always very like, don't even bother with the audio. I think wherever no, you I, can No, I was it, the other way. You were the one who said, don't use audio. No, don't rely on audio. Oh, okay, right? gotcha. Yeah. You, you got to have another way if people don't want to turn on the audio. But with idea pins especially, it's meant as an experience. Pinterest wants it to keep people on the platform. So the more elements you can include in that pin, whether it's voiceover or music, whatever, stickers, uh, <laughs> animations, um, the more you can do to keep people there, the better that pin is going to do. Gotcha. And they do work. Cause I have some that have over 10,000 views, you know, yeah. they keep growing. I keep getting emails from Pinterest like, Hey, your view, your pin has been viewed 50,000 times. I'm like, Holy cow. Yeah. You need to do more of this, yeah. but I'll tell you, I feel Carrie's pain. She goes, I admit she's still not a fan of idea pins. So what uh, would you tell Carrie? Cause I was the same way because I'm like, it doesn't link back to my stuff. And okay. why should I do an idea pin? Well, I would ask Carrie, is that as a user or as a creator? Cause there are different cases right. to be made depending on who you are. Um, I think as a content creator who used to be all about marketing and I, and I still am, but I also have this other option, which is art. Um, I love them <laughs> because I'm seeing like 800,000 impressions on this, this painting of mine and people commenting on it and asking questions. Um, I, I love that. It's not gonna happen for me on any other platform than Pinterest, um, so I'm really happy to use it. Oh, uh, Carrie says as a user viewer, that makes a lot of sense to me. So. One of the complaints that people had is, I see this idea pin, this great thing, but I can't then click to go find out more. That's yes. yes, super frustrating. Mm -hmm. But that yeah. is because that idea pin was not well crafted, right? Your idea pin should include every single thing you need so that you do not need to go to a website. So when I do my art ones, it has the colors, it has the formulas, it has the ratios. It has everything you would ever need. You don't need to go to my website if you don't want to. So let's, can I save that idea pin? Like I'm not in my smock to do painting right now. So can I save that idea pin to go check it out later? Yes. See? And please do. It will help me. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's a lot of people are, are talking about idea pins. Uh, Brian says his idea pins uh, are videos of him talking to the camera and doing terrible compared to my pretty wedding images, about 5% of the impressions, but it might have to do with my face. Oh. I don't think that's true, Ryan. I feel your pain though. No. Yeah, I, I I've had the same problem, but. Yeah. And I'm having some fun with a template that I made too, which is a Canva template for idea pins. And I'm, I'm putting all these Pinterest predicts trends into idea pins. So I have 11 pages. Um, they're all templated. They're all automated the way I want. So I just throw in that information and out goes my idea pin. And I think that's key is having a process for idea pins because otherwise it can take forever. And if you want my templates, you're welcome to. Cool. So uh, go yeah, email Elisa at Elisa at elisameredith.com. Um, the, one of the things, and if you are like are hesitant and haven't tried idea pins because you're like, ugh, um, which I was ugh, for a long time, make, go give it a try. Like I'm serious. I get, I have like 10,000 view, views on multiple pins and they're two frames. They're two, there are two panels. I have a yeah. title and then I have a video clip of one of our shows and they've gone bonkers. So I've got a whole plan to do more of those. So wait a minute, Who, wait a minute. whose face is on that video clip? I will not say, I will not say <laughs> it was probably yours or my I guess. I never put myself on there because it's probably that one of scares our people. Um, all right. So we got to go to our next section uh, really quick because this is interesting. It's all about um, what does Gen Z want? Because that was something 
that uh, Pinterest talked about. Um, so, it, so Gen Z, that is, what's the age range for Gen Z? It's between, it's, it's people born between 1997 and 2012. So our kids, Jeff, basically. Okay. I just want to make sure that we, everybody were yeah. on the same page. Cause yeah. there's so many, you know, X, Y, boomer. Anyway. So yeah. Pinterest has said they have this, this new report from Pinterest said, uh, Gen Z, which Pinterest just finds is like Grace just said, 1997, 2012 brought 80% more new product. They bought 80% more new products in the last year than their older counterparts. Uh, and they're more likely than other generations to try new products, partly because of their love for novelty, which doesn't surprise anybody over brand names. So they're constantly craving new experiences to cultivate their individuality. They're more motivated to buy and consume new products to discover and express who they are and how they want to show up in society. So, uh, Elisa, as the the data shows, Gen Z will, you know, gladly open up their wallets for items that'll authentically represent them. There's a lot of cool creators that are on Pinterest. So brands have this enormous potential they can connect with this Gen Z, they and they may see it like a 14 times greater revenue growth opportunity on average with this generation versus old people like us. So, what do you? Leave me. I'll just say me, oh. not us. Sorry. Um, no. So I'm how can too. we? How can we translate this into usage and how we can we promote all this stuff? Like if we're trying to market on Pinterest. <sighs> yeah. So I think look to TikTok. Right. So uh, the whole idea pin thing and the push for video in them, um, a lot of that has to do with the huge growth of Gen Z on Pinterest in the last year. So what are they what are they doing over there? They want some it's it's not going to be quite as entertainment y on Pinterest. It's going to be more about products. But like mm-hmm. you mentioned, there's they're spending. And the interesting thing about um, Gen Z folks in general is that they want to try something new and exciting. Right. So if you have something new and exciting, exclusive that hasn't been out there before, or you can show your product in a new usage, a new light, uh, that is what's going to attract them. Because just because they have a favorite um, toothpaste or brand of socks doesn't mean that they're not going to buy yours. Right. They are very open to trying an alternative to what they already have. I would also say to look to not only idea pins, but video pins. One of, and also if you can incorporate humor, because that's one of the biggest things over on TikTok. Now I wouldn't download your TikTok videos and upload them to Pinterest without taking off the watermark, because just like on Instagram, they'll demote that in the feed. But one of my favorite video pins is it's really quick, but it's, I think it's from like, it's like a big coffee thing, like Maxwell house or something, but it shows one of the Keurigs, you know, and it's got the mug upside down and somebody reaches in and turns it right side up because they're so sleepy they forgot to turn it right side up. And, but it, and it's spilling over, but it catches your attention and it's funny and it's a brand. And that's the other thing we didn't talk about earlier is that people love brands on Pinterest. They don't mm-hmm. have the icky feeling like sometimes we get on on Facebook. They Brands, True. they like it. And if they see something that's visually appealing or something new or um, you know something crafty on there, they're like, oh, I want to have that. My daughter is always sending me pins, the stuff she, some weirdo pin that she sees on pictures that she wants to get or something. But yeah, so. Yeah, a lot of the the trends that we were talking about before with Pinterest predicts, those, a lot of those are driven by Gen Z, which is, I think, why Grace and I were like, what in the world is, (laughs) what does this mean? What is pearl core? Like, what is barkitecture? Barkitecture, yeah. Barkitecture. Yeah, a little too cool for me, but yeah, that's what they like. So go ahead, Grace. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say like some more insights from the study is that video ads are more likely to capture Gen Z's attention than any other type of marketing. Mm -hmm. They want to understand uh, they want to buy from brands. So as much as they're not brand conscious, which I don't. That's what the data says, but I don't know that I see that they are brand conscious, but they want to find things that they want to find companies that understand their values and their preferences. And sometimes that's a hard line to draw between like your values as a brand appealing to their values and doing that in a sincere way that also is just like not that icky, you know, brand saying this or whatever. Right. And they also want Mm -hmm. to find these products that express their unique identity. So talk to us about linking that idea of the values, like have like promoting your products in a way that appeals to their values, whatever that might be. Yeah. 
So that's a tough one, right? I mean, that's not going to be part of your Pinterest strategy. That's going to be your brand strategy. So what do you, what does your brand stand for? What does it stand against? Mostly what it stands for, but that needs to come through in your messaging um, and in the images that you use. So diversity should be important to everybody. Like, is that coming through in your images? Um, and is that coming through in your products themselves? They likely know about you, <clears throat> excuse me, from other places as well. And I thought it was interesting about you know, products that show their their uniqueness and individuality. That is a young person thing, right? Mm -hmm. When when you're growing up like that, it's super important right now for them to be able to express that individuality. So, uh, some, something a little bit zany or, or wacky or or different uh, is probably going to appeal to them. Yeah, until they get all the the joy crushed out of them when they have to have a job and really work every day. <laughs> Yes, let them enjoy out. it now. Right, yeah. <laughs> then we're just all mindless drones. We're all the same. So anyway, on that note, let's talk about um, Pinterest video, which, you know, I have been a fan of for a long time of. And I think it'll, this might be a little contentious uh, with Elise and I. So um, yeah. we mentioned video ads. So let's talk about leveraging video on Pinterest. So Back in November, TechCrunch reported that Pinterest gets into live shopping with the launch of Pinterest TV. Woohoo! So Pinterest, what they did is they, they go into live shopping as part of the pivot from being only an inspirational shopping site to becoming a home for creator content. Now, we're big on live shopping here. We're actually over on Amazon Live. We love it. Very bullish on live shopping. But it appears to be a live video experience with an, it has this audience chat feature in it. But this Pinterest TV is very, very exclusive. So what is it? Where can we find it? And how does it work, Elisa? Uh, yeah, so it's so exclusive that it was only in that three days in November um, and only for like, previously scheduled really fancy people. Uh, so it is not something that we can use ourselves. Uh, whether it will be in the future or not, I have my doubts only because I think it would be really hard to make sure that it stayed at a high quality, right? Because if it, just anyone can jump on their live and start hawking what they're selling, I, I think it could be a really bad user experience. But I do think it's a great test and a way that they could partner with, with the larger brands and with influencers as well. Um, it, I don't even know if I can access it anymore. Have you been able to find it? I Well, I didn't want, I know uh, Peg was telling me all about it and she was like, and I thought it was a series that was going on a little bit longer, but. Yeah. You can actually, if you go to your, um, on your mobile app and you go to the watch tab, mm -hmm. it looks like a few of those might be on there as replays. Yeah. Yeah. If you hit the little TV icon, it will show you some of those. Oh, and there. What am I talking about? They are actually doing more lives. See, that's what they, I'm saying. I see. I mean, if you'd research yeah, the have, show before we come on as a oh guest, you know, it's like. Oh my gosh. You're so mean. You're so mean. <laughs> so, I but they have it. not really been promoting this. Um, no. But yeah, yeah, there's one about cakes and veggie soups. And mm -hmm. there's I, one guy I who knits, to... who's like a famous uh, sports person mm -hmm. that knits that's on there. Cool. So, yeah. So, yeah, I went on there and I, I just was like, this is just not what I want, <laughs> but so, it probably is what Gen Z wants. <laughs> it is. So yeah. So my daughter would love this kind of stuff. So yeah. here's the thing you said, I will disagree with you, which is, I know shocking when we get together. Um, I think they're going to, they're going to allow people to have live. I don't think it's going to show up in the feed. I think it's going to be a special place in the, the watch. And here's the reason why they don't want to lose out to Amazon shopping. I think they also don't want to lose out to Instagram. They don't want to be the last, they will be the last, but they don't want to be not having live video on there. No, so I think they're I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure LinkedIn will be the last with the live shopping, Jeff. I mean, honestly, we'll get, we'll get LinkedIn live shopping in about 20 years. But there's a lot of money going through Amazon live right now. I mean, tons yeah. of money. Uh, and that's why Facebook's jumping on it. That's why Instagram's going to have all this stuff this year. And Pinterest a lot of times wants to be Instagram. And so with the shopping features. So I just think that they're going to allow it. Now you may have to jump through hoops and it may be something kind of so. kind of like Amazon's creator program, but I think they're going to open it up in sections like that. It's not going to be only celebrities that have it. It's going to be like, you know, Pinterest nerds will be able to get on it. Like Elisa and I. Yeah. I, I would, I'll be all right with that. I just don't think knowing the content that sometimes 
people want to share on Pinterest, I, yeah, I do hope that there's some kind of screening process. Yeah. But they're letting a lot of stuff through anyway. So I mean, that, oh, I mean I yeah, they want it to be a good user experience. So I think <laughs> that would be a good idea. So Grace, I mean, there were some other questions about the watch tab. So I'll talk about that because Elisa yeah. mentioned it a little bit. Yeah, so we, we've kind of touched on each of these things a little bit throughout the show, but the, Pinterest has been working to make video more core to its platform over the last few months. The end of last year, it introduced this watch tab where users can easily scroll through a feed of creator videos. We've already discussed idea pins, which is a video first feature. And then back in December, Pinterest did roll out the option to reply to comments with a video. So these are all mm -hmm. things that are pretty common and pretty normal on all of the other platforms. But how have these updates shaped uh, things over at Pinterest over the last few months? Has the combination of particularly shopping and video made it more appealing platform to consumers? Like are people actually utilizing this connection between the ability to find an idea pin, click on a link and then purchase? Yeah. So. Idea pins don't have links. Um, okay, well, yeah, sorry. <laughs> like, you know, like find the find it. Like, does this make it easier for people to find where to buy? Yeah, I don't think idea pins do, but I think the Pinterest TV will. You know, assuming you can get access to it, because when you're watching, it does pop up. Like, here's a little thing, and you can click on it and buy. Like, go immediately to buy, which I think is. Um, been something that Pinterest has wanted to improve since the beginning. If you've been on a long time, you'll remember the days when you found the perfect couch and you would click on it and it would be image uploaded by user. There's no link. There's no oh, way yeah. to buy it, you know, and it was like, super frustrating. So they want to take that friction out. And that's partially what Pinterest TV is for. So uh, back to idea pins. I thought you could yeah. put affiliate links and link to shopping in your idea yeah. pins. Now that's a different thing. Well, talk right? to us about okay. that because that's important. That's what we want to yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. So when you create an idea pin, um, and you have to do this on mobile, but it's on Android and iOS, you can add a sticker. And with that sticker, you can add a link. You can use Amazon affiliate, uh, Target works. Um, there are a bunch of other ones that, that work as well. I say just try it. If it doesn't work, it'll tell you. Um, you can also link to your own products. And what Pinterest will do then is create a brand new pin based on this link that you uploaded. If you're using um, an affiliate link, um, it will alert that that person, that brand that you have added them to their pin. Uh, it also has an option for a little slider button if it's if it's sponsored content so if it is an affiliate link just click that on you're you're good with the ftc it will put includes uh sponsored products on your pin so that's a way you can you can absolutely uh get affiliate income because as it's going through the pages you put the sticker on the page you want it, it has a little little pill button click on that and you go and you can you can buy it from there. So, so yeah, you can absolutely use affiliate. Yeah. So that's what Carrie was asking if you could use affiliate link. So so theoretically, I can make an yeah. idea pin, let's say, and I want to make it like this is my live video setup. I'm going to do a, a yeah. walkthrough of my studio and I can link to all my stuff over on Amazon on my idea yeah. pin and make affiliate money. You can. Now, um, the only way I've gotten... Amazon affiliate links to work and try it the other way if you want to, but is to go into the affiliate center of Amazon and get the link from there. Cause when I've tried on mobile and just to share the affiliate link from there, that link doesn't work, but mm. the one from the affiliate center does. Work. So you could do that easily if you had an iOS device, because it will actually copy from your desktop, the link to your, um, your phone. See, what? yeah. Do you not have the, you have an, do you have an I iPhone? Don't, I do. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. You just got to turn it on. Yeah. See, super fast. See, I taught Elisa something. My work here is done. So um, one more question um, I want to ask. So let's talk about um, some of these for marketers. Like the, the, I know a lot of marketers have digital products like, mm -hmm. you know, and it's really hard to do affiliate links for digital. I mean, if your own digital product, like if I'm selling yeah. a online course, there's no affiliate link for that. So what is there a way to get around that? How can I use idea pins to sell my digital course? Like your your ads course, for a perfect example. How would you use idea yeah. pins for that? 
So it, you're not, you don't have to use an affiliate link if it's your own product, right? So you just add the link to the product and it will add. But not an idea pin. You, can you do it in an idea yeah. pin? Oh yeah, absolutely you can. Yeah, so when I do my painting idea pins, I will link, it depends on how lazy I'm being. Uh, I will sometimes link to say the the paint that I use. It's an Amazon affiliate link. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will link to um, the products in my own store. So I'll wait till I put it in my store, grab that link, throw it in the pin. And yeah, so there's kind of a combination of ways you can try to make but, money with affiliates in your own products. And, those, and it works for digital. It does. If, if, if you have a catalog. So on regular pins, you can link, you can add a product tag to your digital product on a static pin, and that will work like a collection pin. So people can go right to your product from there. On an idea pin, those have to be in your catalog. You can add digital products to a Pinterest catalog. It's way more technical than we want to be today, but but it can be done. That's what we want to make sure. So so you can actually so you can actually do it like an here's what I'm teaching in my uh, Pinterest ads course. And not worrying about just going to your profile, you can actually have links back to that product, digital product. Yes, you can. And then on your your profile itself, those um, those those pins would be on your like where people land on your shop tab. You could have your digital products too. All right, folks, that is worth the price of admission today, right there. Yes. So um, that's really cool because before it was like really. Do you have an article or anything about that on your site, Elisa? I have had to tag products, not necessarily how to create a, a catalog okay. feed. Well, get on that because we need it, by the way. So after after this, we'll let there you go is. a little bit early Actually, and you can go write that. You know what you could do is you can Google uh, catalog feed example Pinterest because they have one. They have a template that you can use and just drop your inf- information. And then if you host it on your website, you can use that link to connect your catalog through Pinterest. Yeah. Very, very cool. So tons of great info today. We are out of time, but if you can't tell, Elisa knows a little bit, a little bit about Pinterest. So Elisa, before we wrap things up, where can people find you, this amazing ads course you're talking about, this new article you're going to write about how to do all this affiliate <laughs> stuff. So where can people yeah. find you? Uh, it's alisameredith.com. Uh, if you want the the template for an idea pin, which will walk you through everything that you need, uh, it's just a bit.ly link and it's idea-pin. It's not gated or anything. Just have it, use it, and I hope it helps. Awesome. Grace, where can people yeah. find the amazing Grace Duffy? Every Friday here with you, Jeff. That's right. <laughs> Our next show is actually uh, next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern and 10 a.m. Central. But when I'm not here, I'm the video content lead over at Restream. So I'm also available to answer all of your live streaming Restream questions. So that's where you can find me. And I'm Jeff C. And you can find me at the Sushi Place here in a few minutes and be happy for you to buy me a roll or two. But um, (laughs) thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you, Carrie, Gary, um, all the folks who show up every week. We have the uh, most amazing community. Sabrina, I didn't give a shout out to Sabrina today. Sabrina is always awesome and amazing. Thank you once again for everybody who showed up. Ask all your great Pinterest questions. Uh, As Grace said, we will be back next Friday, January 28th at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon Live. Thank you, Elisa, for being here. And also, we're a podcast. If you want to go over all these things again that Elisa said and don't want to look at this hairy face, well, it's really easy. You can just listen to us in a podcast at your favorite podcast player. Just go over there and do a search for Social Media News Live. We'd love for you guys to leave us a rating and review. And with that, don't forget our friends over at Ecamm, uh, at Social Media News Live forward slash Ecamm. But they also have this new Prezi um thing the takeover that's going to happen next week make sure you go to their youtube channel youtube.com forward slash ecam network and sign up for that get your notifications and check that out because it is really i think there's even some stuff you could probably do over on pinterest to really make your pins pop so uh, yeah. i have to write something about that that's really yeah. something there so anyway thank you guys so much for watching we will see you next time bye everybody bye everyone social media news live